0: Okay, here we go then. It's that time of year again where we embarrass ourselves by wrongly predicting the Formula 2 grid for next season. And I have no doubt, chaps, this is going to be an absolute disaster yet again. Uh, Let's start with Framer. We're going to go through in team standings order uh, as what is going into the last round of the season. So, um, Sorry, let's start with ART even, if we're going to be doing that. Um, And let's start with you, Aaron Harper. Who do you think is going to be driving for ART in 2024?
1: So Victor Martins is going to keep his seat. He's got the speed. He just needs to add the consistency. And I think he's going to be joined by someone who everyone expects a lot of this driver. And he hasn't necessarily delivered yet. And I think if you put him in an ART, he might just show it. And that driver is Dennis Hauger because he's he's not shown what he showed in Formula 3 when he just romped to the championship in 2021. And... We've yet to see it in Formula Two. And I think if you put him in an ART, and that's not to criticise Primo, who he was with before, and MP this season, ART have been very consistent over the last few years. And they, they've shown that they can push drivers towards championships. I think he needs that to show that he's Red Bull's next cab off the rank into an AlphaTauri.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Lawrence, who have you gone for?
1: Well, well, that's, that's inter- interesting
2: Aaron should should bring those up. Um for ART I've gone for Victor Martins. Um just like Aaron said there I absolutely see him returning for a second season with them with Teo Poche gone that will be his team or at least he'll he'll see it as his team and he'll be well set up for for a really strong title charge next season with ART. And for that second seat, perhaps, if we're, if we're calling it that, with ART, I've gone for ayumu Owasa, I think yeah. another driver who could it has shown enough, I think, to be deserving of that top seat. Again, not that Dams isn't a top seat, but in terms of he's shown enough to be in a car like an ART that has so consistently performed week in, week out in Formula 2. Uh, it's interesting. Aaron mentions Dennis Hauger. I've I've put him elsewhere, um, which we'll go into later. But I think for Dennis Hauger, he would definitely want an ART seat. I just worry, despite his obvious quality from Formula Three, whether necessarily he would be ART's first pick, given that you know his form the last couple of seasons really, really hasn't quite lived up to the speed that he's shown in F three. So it's gonna be a tricky one. A tricky one all round.
0: Really interesting. So I've gone with Victor Martins as well. So clean sweep. We think Mister v- Victor Martins is going to be ART in 24. Uh, and I've also gone for Paul Aaron. Uh, reason being is that I know some of you may have put him at Prima. Uh, but for me, I think someone else is going to go to Prima, who um, I, we will talk about very shortly. But I think Paul Aaron brings a lot of pedigree. I think he's uh, been very impressive this year in Formula 3. Obviously, that connection with Mercedes previously, they've had a relationship with uh, George with ART. Art through George Russell as well. Uh, I think you know, I, Art have gone with a rookie uh, for the last three or four seasons. Uh, they've always gone with an experienced driver and a rookie. Um, so I think they'll give, they'll maintain that. They'll go with another rookie. I think they'll go with Victor Martins and Paul Aaron, which I think is a really exciting lineup. Okay, let's move on then. So uh, next team is Primer. Uh Aaron, who do you think is going to be driving at Prima next year?
1: Uh, so Oli Behrman's going to hang on to his seat and he's going to rekindle his rivalry at the front of the Formula 2 grid with Victor Martins and the ART. Mm. And uh, I've got Kimi Antonelli in the second frame. Oh, trailer. wow. There's been some chatter. I did a quick Google this morning <laughs> and it dis- it didn't say anything about the seat being confirmed. It's just said Mercedes are going to assess things after... The Freca season has finished. He's shown the speed and there's a lot of hype around him. And we've seen drivers start to skip Formula 3 and go straight into Formula 2. It's not unprecedented. If you're quick enough and you're good enough, you're certainly old enough and you'll be in in that seat. And I believe he's with Prema in Freca. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So the connection's already there. It's just a question of whether Mercedes decide to put him in Formula 2 or Formula 3.
0: Really interesting. Lawrence, do you agree? Do you think Antonelli will be in Formula 2 next year with Prima?
2: I I don't see him in Formula 2 next year. Not because I don't think he could drive in Formula 2. I think his talent is, is pretty obvious. But I'm just thinking in terms of once he then arrives in Formula 2, how long then before he... I, th- I could see him getting stuck effectively. I could see him because you know, he is so young it being two or three seasons and him not necessarily being ready for F1 or p- potentially F1 team not being ready to open up and give him that seat so i think given that talent i think especially the way that mercedes tend to approach their their talent you know i think it would be a very sort of Red Bull thing to throw him in there and sort of try to jump that gap. I think Mercedes will be really mindful of building up his experience and him going through the motions through F3 through F2 so that then when he does come to Formula 1 eventually with them, he can be the most complete package he can be, but you know, if if he were to be in F2 next season that would be brilliant. I think it would be really good something really good for the series to see someone with that amount of talent and such a promising young driver in the series. So I don't think he'll be there, but I would absolutely love to be proved wrong. Interesting. Who have you gone for then at Prima? Well, I've gone, I've gone sort of the opposite end of the, of the scale to, to predicting, a, a Kimi Antonelli. I think Fred Vesti's gonna hang around for one more season with Prima. I don't think the seat will necessarily open up for him in Formula One. Um, so I think he'll have another crack at the, at the title next season and have a a, th- a third season, you know, a la Teo Porcher um, this year. And I've also gone for Paul Aron, uh, the aforementioned Prima. We're talking about Mercedes drivers so so much now. They're, they're doing well with their with their junior talent. Um, Again, I just see it as a natural step up from Prima in in Formula 3, and I think having that mix of experienced driver and rookie driver, but also them both being familiar with the team, I think will be a real asset to them next year.
0: Really interesting because that means you've got Oli Behrman elsewhere, which I'm fascinated to find out where you've gone uh, with Oli Behrman. Um, I've gone for Oli Behrman to stay at Prima. I think he was a standout up uh, this season in Formula 2 or still is a standout this season in Formula 2. Um, and uh, I've actually partnered him with uh, Dino Beganovic. Um, so I've gone the opposite to you, Lawrence. You've gone with Paul Aaron getting the promotion. I've gone Dino Beganovic. Um, I just think, you know, Dino Beganovic is a very highly rated driver by Prima. And I think they, you know, maybe this season hasn't necessarily gone to plan for him in Formula 3. Uh, but I do think they'll they'll put, show trust in him um, and they will promote him to Formula Two. And I think that's quite an exciting lineup: Ollie Berman and Dino Beganovic. I think they're two highly rated drivers, two Ferrari drivers, obviously Ferrari-backed drivers. I think Ollie Berman goes for the goes for the championship in 2024, as you say, Aaron, alongside Victor Martins. Uh, and I think Dino Beganovic has that um, that year to get get going, get up and running, and build potentially a look at a shot at the title in 2025. So that's Primer for me. Okay. Uh, Carlin, let's do Carlin next. Uh,
1: Aaron, who have you gone for? Uh, it's all change at Carlin again. I've gone Jack Crawford and Arthur Leclerc. Oh, oh, oh. okay I did toy with the idea of Leclerc going back to Prima, having been there with Oli Behrman in Formula 3. Uh, but there was just so many options for that second Prima seat. And I, I don't think that Fred Vesti will be in that seat, as I've already said, I think Mercedes might put him maybe in super formula, and he follows a Liam Lawson sort of path, or he, you know, there's other options for him. Um, But yeah, back to Carlin, Jack Rawford's shown that he's got the pace to be at the front, and when Carlin get it together, they generally have a car that can run at the front, and Leclerc, I think he needs a change of scenery. This year just hasn't worked out for him, so unless there's something that's starting to click with dams, I think he's going to switch seats and... Carlin is where I've I've put him.
2: Lawrence, who are you gone for? I've gone for Zane Maloney to stay at the team. I think it makes sense for him as he's building his experience. Don't think he's quite hit his stride with them yet. Yeah, it's it's very hard to tell with with a driver like that with Leclerc, as Aaron has mentioned. You know how much they're feeling like they're. Just about cracking it with a team and that next season they will be performing or whether they'll look elsewhere, I think Zayn Maloney will stay, and I think he'll be joined by zach o'Sullivan interesting I think with the 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 talent that he's shown this season, and I think you know maybe a bit of the bit of the u k link with with Carlin, I could definitely see him slotting into that team and feeling quite comfortable there and I think what you'd have then is quite an even Match, even though Maloney has um, has obvious experience and, and talent in the series, I wouldn't see him as, as easily beating Zach O'Sullivan in the same car. So I think that would be a really good battle between the two drivers.
0: Really interesting, very interesting. I've actually gone completely different as well. Um, I've gone for Carlin to maintain an all Red Bull lineup, um, but two different drivers. I've gone with Isaac Hadjar going to Carlin with the Red Bull link. And I've also gone for new the newest uh, Red Bull uh, junior, Pepe Marti. Um, I, I did toy with the idea as well, Lawrence, of Zach O'Sullivan going to Carlin, bearing in mind his whole junior career, career other than this season, he's been with Carlin. So that kind of makes sense. They already have that relationship. So I did toy with that idea, but I have gone with Isaac Kajar and Pepe Marti. As I said, Carlin have uh, the relationship with Red Bull. They've fielded an all-Red Bull team for uh, the last couple of years in Formula 2. I think they'll do the same. I think, uh, unfortunately, I think that it's... It sounds like Red Bull are going to uh, maybe cut a few of their, their juniors in their ranks. Maybe Enzo Fittipaldi, maybe Zayn Maloney. Uh, it sounds like Isaac Hajar is going to stay and they've obviously just taken Pepe Marti on. Uh, so I think both of those Red Bull juniors will be at Carlin next year. Okay, uh,
1: Dams. Um, Aaron, who have you got at Dams? Uh, Ayumi Awasa has continued to impress at Dams. I think he'll stay there for a third season. That continuity and that confidence They just need to get on top of qualifying, and he's admitted it as well. If they can figure that out, he'll be running at the front most weeks. And uh, I've actually got him being joined by Isaac Hadjar, who's shown flashes of speed, flashes of anger on the radio as well. And if he can just harness that, there is a rapid driver in there. And I think learning from someone like like Iwasa, who's a little bit more – he appears a bit more cool, calm, and collected – I think that might do him some some good and just sort of channeling that, that aggression into his driving in, in a right, in a good way and then channeling it into lap time. Uh, so that would be quite a tasty lineup, I think. Lawrence? Right.
2: Well, I think um for Dams, I think Leclerc will stay with the team. I can see him sort of you know building on on the first season building up that experience with the team and staying again it's it's difficult to tell whether he'll believe that that performance is right around the corner with with dams or not um but then my my second pick for for dams because i do think that Ayumu has shown that they have got a consistent car he said recently that he feels that each weekend the pace has been in the car, it's just been a case of nailing qualifying. So, I think a top level driver would see an opportunity in Dams, and that's why I've gone for our Formula 3 champion, Bortoletto, oh, wow. to slot right in there at Dams.
0: Very interesting. It's really interesting, obviously, Bortoletto, not currently with a Formula 1 team uh, to see where. He will end up. Um, I've also gone with you, Lawrence. I've also gone with Arthur Leclerc to uh, remain at Dams. He's got a season under his belt and to push on and really be a lead driver in that team. Uh, and I've got um, him partnered up with rookie Zach O'Sullivan. Obviously, as I've just said, I did think about putting him in at Carlin. I think that probably also makes a lot of sense. But I've gone with him to be at Dams. I think that's a um, yeah, Arthur Leclerc with just a season under his belt, uh, pushing on. Uh, and Zach O'Sullivan, fast rookie. Alongside him, I think that's quite a strong lineup for Dams. Okay, uh, MP. This is an interesting one. This is the the one for me that last year, twenty twenty three, obviously for, for, for the season, uh, was most interesting. They had uh, a world cha- well, a championship winning uh, seat available, which obviously Dennis Hauger and Jehan Daruvala jumped into. And uh, things haven't quite worked out for them. So, who do you think is going to be with them in twenty twenty four, Aaron?
1: Uh, So I've gone for a bit more of a Brazilian connection again for uh, MP Motorsport. Enzo Fittipaldi is jumping into that seat to lead the team. And uh, they're going to keep an Indian driver in the second seat. But it's not Daravala. It's Kushmany. I think Kushmany has been something of a revelation this season. I've been really impressed with some of his performances. He hasn't quite got the results at times, but he's consistently outperformed ralph boshong who's vastly more experienced at this level than basically everybody <laughs> in formula two so to be putting boshong in the shade i think shows a lot about the quality that kushmani has and i think he was a bit sort of under the radar at the start of the season got that podium in bahrain but his early season performances backed it up campos have kind of gone off the boil a little bit but his qualifying speed is is there, and his race pace is generally okay. I think MP, if they can deliver a solid car most weekends, he's a, a good driver to keep scooping up those points in the uh, team's championship for them. Lawrence?
2: That is... Completely different, different to how I've gone. Um, I haven't at all agreed with Aaron there, but I, but I love it. I love the the sound of those two drivers at MP. I could definitely see that that happening. Can I change my answers now? No, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. <laughs>
1: um,
2: at MP at MP Motorsport, um, all change again for them, and I think I'm trying to think combination of experience. And slightly more youthful exuberance, which is why I'm going for Jack Dewan in MP as someone who is, I can't see him staying with Virtuosi for a third season. I don't know what happened at the start of the year, but something wasn't clicking and he absolutely needs to guarantee he can put it together every weekend if he has that shot at the title which is what he'll desperately want and what the expectation will be on in his third season I think he'll look at MP Motorsport and see an opportunity there with the winning pedigree you know that they have that Felipe Drogovic showed again as a a driver in his third season performing brilliantly well and alongside him we we said earlier, um I didn't have Behrman at Primer. I think he will go to MP Motorsport and join wow. doing there, which I think will be an absolute firecracker of a driver lineup with Behrman and, and doing Do yeah, two great buddies
1: in that car? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. what a lineup.
0: What a lineup that would be. I personally I can't see Oli Berma st- going anywhere other than Primer. But that is a really fascinating lineup. I've actually got um, Jack Dewan, um Ayumu Owasa, Tao Porsche, and Frederick Bestia. I haven't got any of them in Formula Two next year. I think um Teo Porsche. I think will be in an uh, in a in a Salve Formula 1 car next season. I think Frederick Vesti will be a Mercedes reserve driver. I think Jack Doohan will be an Alpine reserve driver and I think Ayumu Owasa will be going to Super Formula. That's just my 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 opinion. So um, but I've actually agreed with you Aaron. I've gone for Enzo Fittipaldi at MP Motorsport which is really uh, a really interesting uh, yeah proposition. I think that Fittipaldi has showed um, that you know he is again he's had a really good season, hasn't he? And uh, he's now in the top top six, top seven of the the championship, which uh, I, I don't think uh, many people had him down for at the beginning of the season. So I think that's a really good fit. Um, and I've gone for an all South American lineup. I've gone Franco Colapinto to make the step up uh, from Formula Three to Formula Two um, in an MP Motorsport car, the car that he's been in this season with uh, for him in Formula Three. So yeah, Fittipaldi and Colapinto for me at MP in all South American lineup. Uh, Virtuosi, Uh, Aaron, uh, who have you gone for at Virtuosi?
1: Uh, Jack Doohan is staying at Virtuosi. It, I think, well, they're, they're Invicta Virtuosi now, aren't they? They are. I believe Jack Dewan is sponsored by Invicta. <laughs> Invicta, Invicta Watches. So I think that's the connection. Basically, he owns the team. <laughs> and uh, he's going to be joined by Zach O'Sullivan from okay. the three. And when Virtuosi are on it, they've got a very quick car. But... They haven't had the second driver to back up Dewan's performances over the last couple of seasons. So I think if they can get a really pacey Formula 3 driver in there to learn from an experienced head like Jack Dewan, they could be in with a shot of really shooting back up the team standings because they were strong a couple of years ago. So there's a, there's a chance for them to, to get back amongst the big boys at the top of the standings.
0: Really interesting. Lawrence, do, have you uh, got some, something different to that?
2: Absolutely. It's absolutely <laughs> something different. I think, I th- you know, Aaron talks there about going back in with the big boys. I think to get back in with the big boys, you've got to go in all guns blazing. So I've gone for a Franco Colapinto, Pepe Marti lineup. Ooh. Two Formula 2 rookies, two immensely quick and talented drivers both of whom are are deserving of a place in in formula two i just think you know virtuosi haven't performed to the levels that you know they they have in previous years the last couple of of seasons or so but the underlying pace is there and i i just think something different could be really really good for that team because there was points earlier this season where they had their, you know, more experienced driver, Jack Doohan, not quite delivering and looking devoid of pace sometimes. And um, Amory Cordille, who just hasn't, you know, performed to the levels that his teammate has right right throughout his time at the team. So I think having a, a, a fresh new lineup will hopefully energize that that entire team that we should be seeing back at the front again.
0: That'd be a really exciting rookie lineup, wouldn't it? I'd love to see that. Um, I've gone different as well. We've all gone different with this one. Uh, I've still gone for an Alpine-backed driver um, at Virtuosi, uh, but it's yet to be announced yet. And I think that Gabriel Bortoletto, Formula 3 champion, will be an Alpine driver next season. And I think he will be at Virtuosi as their lead driver and i think he, he you know obviously dominated the formula 3 championship this year uh, i think he could uh, jump in a virtuosi and have a really good season next season potentially yeah uh, maybe challenge the front runners as well um and i've gone for i've, I've gone you know virtuosi have always had a second driver who brings budget with them um, they've had uh, obviously I'm on ricky Cordill this season they've had Uh, marino sato in the past virtuosi um uh, yeah one of those teams who've always always needed a little bit of money to go with them um but this driver also brings talent that's kushmine i've had him uh yeah i've got him to go at virtuosi uh yeah and that's not to say by any means that kushmine is a paid driver because he absolutely hasn't he isn't he's shown how much talent he has this season but i just think he ticks both boxes obviously a really talented driver that also brings some money with him that Virtuosi may need and have needed in the past. So, yeah, Bortoletto and Kushmini at uh, Virtuosi, and I think that could be a really exciting lineup. I think that could, that lineup could well see Virtuosi finish in the top three of the Championship next season. Okay, uh, next team is VAR. Um, really, yeah, interesting this
1: one. Who have we gone for, Aaron? Uh, Richard Bershaw is going to stay there and lead the team. And uh, basically, this was the last spot that was open for me, and this is where Paul Aaron's ended up. Okay, so, <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Well, Paul, I think Paul Aaron will be on the grid, and uh, well, that's the last space, so he ends up at VAR. <laughs> Interesting. Well put, uh, Lawrence. Have you
0: uh,
2: dumped someone in the second VAR seat? Or... <laughs> I would. I would never be so careless. Um, I. Um, I think. We're going to see Correa stick around with with VAR. Um, I think you know he, he has shown big improvements throughout this season, and I just see him and his overall demeanor really meshing well with that with that team. And I, I think he'll he'll stay. Um, and I think he'll be joined by Jack Crawford as well. Again, another one who I felt. Would be staying in the series, but wasn't quite sure of of where to put. But I think he he could definitely work in in VAR.
0: Yeah, again, that's uh, fascinating. It's a big call that one. Do you think Jack Crawford will be Red Bull backs next season or not, Lawrence? I
2: don't, I don't know. He's 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 shown glimpses, um, and the the talent is is there. It just hasn't been quite consistently. Enough, um four race wins this season, including well, well, a fish race. Well, it, it has it has been there. It's just he's had he's had several weekends where it just hasn't been, yeah. and so I think, and it's often been those sprint race performances that he was getting. But he, he has started to build in the the quality performances. It in in most junior programs, you'd say, yeah, he'll be he'll be with them. You know, Red Bull have so much. Talon and so little patience um, that I I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't a Red Bull driver. I really hope that he is because I think he's shown enough to be deserving of that link and certainly enough for another season in Formula 2.
0: Definitely. Uh, so I've gone also with Richard Vashore to stay at VAR. I think he's a really experienced driver now, and uh, obviously the Dutch connection with Richard Vashore and uh, VAR. I think he'll stay for another season. Uh, and I've actually gone with Kyo Collette to step up to Formula Three with VAR. Uh, sorry, Formula Two from Formula Three uh, with VAR, who he's raced for in Formula Three this season. I, I said last year that I felt he was worthy of uh, a promotion to Formula Two. It didn't happen for him. He stayed another season in Formula Three um, and. Uh, yeah probably if things haven't worked out uh like you would have hoped for him this season but i still think he's a very talented driver and i think var will give him that opportunity to step up to the formula 2 team okay uh high tech we're almost there aren't we uh high tech uh i've uh yeah uh, it's a really interesting one they've obviously had two red Bull juniors this season who do you think is going to be in their team next season Aaron? i think they're going to keep a red Bull junior
1: well depending on what Red Bull do with their drivers, there are very many drivers. Uh, Zane Maloney is going to lead the high-tech team because they've shown him previously, when they get the car working and they've got a driver who can pedal it quickly, it can go places. So Zane Maloney is one of those drivers who on his day is fast. He didn't win three races in a row at the back end of last year's Formula 3 championship without good reason. So. I think he's going to go in there and lead the team. And I think he's going to be backed up by uh, Juan Manuel Correa. who's going to provide some experience to that team. I think they've struggled this year having two rookies in the card. That's a mistake. That's not something I would choose to do as a team boss uh, in Formula 2. I'd make sure I had someone in there with a year, two years of experience. I think they've really been hurt by the the complete lack of F2 experience this year.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, Lawrence?
2: Yeah, I I agree with Aaron in in terms of the the need for experience. I d- I think it definitely does seem to have, have hurt them this year. It's quite simple, really. It's the three H's: high tech, Hadjar, Hauger, is my is my pick. Um, I think Dennis Hauger, as as Aaron mentioned earlier, hasn't quite delivered on that on that pace that he's shown in F three he needs to find somewhere that's going to click for him i really hope that it can be high tech or wherever he goes i hope that the next team that he goes to he does find that you know perfect synergy with the team i can't see him staying i think he will be looking elsewhere i think he knows that he's able to perform to a better level than he has so far and i think he's he's just looking for something to to change that for him And, and Teams can have a massive effect on on a driver. Look at how differently Felipe Drugovich performed at, at virtuosi compared to compared to the season before. So I really hope that can work for him. And I think Isaac Hadjar as a natural choice to 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 stay and have some consistency in that in that team. Um, and again, has shown massive massive talent. And I think that will be a really, really solid lineup for high-tech. They need to be
1: playing Motorhead all the way around. Just Triple H.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Um, I love that. That's a wonderful
2: podcast, folks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and the outro music is, uh, is exactly that, Aaron. So um, <laughs> I've also gone with Dennis Hauger uh, at High Tech. I think that's a really interesting combination. I think Dennis Hauger, as you say, Lawrence, I think he's an experienced driver. He provides High Tech with that much-needed experience where they've perhaps lacked this season. Um, and I think that's a good move for him to go there as well. And I've put him alongside Jack Crawford. I do think Jack Crawford will stay at High Tech for a second season. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he's had a really good season this season, as I said, four wins, uh, a bit of a dark horse uh, coming into the season. Uh, and I think he's he's really put, for me anyway, he's looked a, a better driver than Isaac Hajar this season in the same machinery, which a lot of people probably wouldn't have predicted, me included, by the way, wouldn't have uh, predicted at the beginning of the season. So yeah, for me, high tech, uh, Dennis Halger and Jack Crawford. Uh, Campos, Aaron, it, it's kind of a guessing game at this point, isn't it? With uh, Campos, with Trident and PHM, the remaining three teams. It's kind of, who have you got left, isn't it? So,
1: I'm not going to upset uh, our friend of the show, Jim Kimberley, and boot Ralph Bosh off the grid. So he's staying at Campos. And uh, Pepe Marti is going to stay with Campos and graduate to Formula 2. He's shown plenty of pace. And the newest Red Bull junior needs a home. And... Uh, it makes sense to keep him in the Campos team because he's he's driven well with them. He knows the team. Get him in there and uh, learn, sponge off of all of Ralph Bosham's experience. Yeah,
0: nice. I like that lineup, uh, Lawrence.
2: So for Campos, I've gone for Enzo Fittipaldi. I think um, Campos have shown that the the pace in in their car at times really. I think the, the results don't always do justice to the the pace that they they can have. Um, so I think he'll be a, a really good bet for for Campos, and I see that as as being a really good fit. It's difficult with with Enzo Fittipaldi because I do think he is perhaps deserving of more of a front running seat. Um, but there are so many drivers that you can say that. For, that it's hard it's hard to fit them all all in to know where they're going to they're going to go and you know i might say that campos isn't a front running seat but you know they've they've shown that they have the capability to win races and i think Fittipaldi will see that opportunity with them um and i think staying at, at campos for a second season is kushmine um again you could put him into one of the leading seats and i think that would be justified i think Cushmine has perhaps flown under the radar at times this season. I think he's probably one of the more underrated drivers on the grid. The way that he came in immediately and was very, very steady and very consistent, I think, is really, really impressive. And, you know, like we say to what Aaron said earlier, I think, to outperform um, Ralph boshong with all his years of experience when you're in your first year in Formula 2 is is really, really impressive. Um, and also I think he's got such a solid foundation there with that team. I think if he can grow with them, I think that he could, he could be taking Campos back to potentially more regular waste, race wins, waste wins, waste so wins. Race wins. So waste wins. You heard it here first. Waste
0: wins. He'll take the W and he will, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, race more
1: quiet.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay.
0: I've gone with uh, Ralph Boschung to stay as well. Uh, Ralph Beauchon, uh, he actually hinted to Inside F2's Michael McClure um, at a recent race weekend. I think it was Zandvoort um, that he could potentially uh, be staying in Formula 2. Um, so, yeah, if he was to stay, I think it would be with that Campos team that he's been with for a little while now and has such a good relationship with um, and for the second seat, I've actually gone with Juan Manuel Correa. Um, I think he's had a good season uh, this season, a quietly good season with uh, with VAR. Um, and I think, yeah, he uh, again, Campos, one of those teams who, um, you know, they, uh, they do perhaps rely on a little bit of a budget, someone with a budget coming in. And uh, I think Juan Manuel Correa will be that driver that comes in as the second driver uh, to provide uh, that money and that experience that he has. And uh, I think Boshong and Juan Manuel Correa, get your words out, Fraser, uh, will be uh, a strong lineup for Campos next season. Okay, uh, final two teams then. Uh, Trident. Aaron, who's going to be at Trident next season?
1: Uh, so I've got the Formula 3 champion, Gabriel Bottoletto, staying with Trident. And he's going to be partnered by Amory Cordille. Um, the only reason I've got Bottoletto with Trident is because he's just won the championship with them. So makes sense to keep that continuity. And also, I think, for me, it speaks to the sheer depth of talent already on the Formula 2 grid we've spoken already over the season that the the quality is so deep this year you're looking at the you need an Oscar Piastri like sort of character to come through and stick the head above the parapet and Porcher has done that at times but Vesti has gone with him Iwasa has matched them at times as well Behrman and Martins have been rapid so the competition is fierce and you can't judge really I think Bortoletto's F3 title because he left okay, he left them all behind, but just how good was everybody else? That that's the question I'm asking. I'm not completely sold on that. So I've got him with Trident and it'll be a good opportunity for him to get his feet under the table in F two and then propel himself into a front running seat for twenty twenty-five. And obviously he's partnered by Amory cordiel who's gonna bring some budget and help them I won't say develop the car because they're all the same, but, you know, just give them a bit of a boost. And he's got the experience as well, which Bortoleto will need.
0: Sounds like an interesting one. Uh, well, who have you got, Paul?
2: I've I've gone for uh, Roman Stanek to stay at Trident. Um, hasn't necessarily shown some of the talent that we saw in F3 this year, but I think he'll stick around and try and build into that second season. I think he'll jo- be joined by Oli Gertha. Um, again, a driver that's that has stood out at times in in Formula Three. Um, I think who I could see making that jump up to to Formula Two. I think Trident would be a would be a good fit for him.
0: Yeah, I mean I've also gone for Audi yeah, it's mean, step up for, from Formula Three to Formula Two with Trident, um, and I think leading the team. And by the way, I hope this doesn't actually happen because this driver I believe is a really uh, talented individual. Uh, who I think deserves a, a front-running seat. But I just didn't know where else he was going to go. Uh, and particularly if he loses his Red Bull back in, I was thinking, ah, maybe he won't get um, a, a front-running seat. So I've gone for Zane Maloney to return to the team that he did so well in Formula 3 with. Um, and yeah, as I said, I hope that doesn't happen because I think Zane Maloney deserves a front-running seat. Um, but yeah, I've gone with Zane Maloney to lead the team and uh, Oli Gerther to make the step up from Formula 3. And last but not least, PHM. Um, again, this is a a really difficult one to predict, isn't it, Aaron?
1: Well, it's the only one that's not not changed for me. I've got Josh Mason and Roy Nassani.
0: You know what? Sorry, Lawrence. Before I come to you, I've got exactly the same because I just don't know who else they're going to get, and I don't know who's going to be interested in going to PHM unless it's a a Formula Three driver who uh, is desperate for an opportunity. In Formula Two, but Josh Mason sounds quite confident he's going to be in that PHM next season, uh, and Roy Nassani provides that experience. Lawrence, have you uh, colin Don't tell me you've gone the same.
2: No, no, I haven't. You'll be you'll be relieved to know. Um, I this this PHM lineup is the result of I don't I don't know what was going on, but lots of chopping and changing of, of driver seats. So we've ended up through sheer musical chairs of the the, the grid with Richard Vashore and Clement Novelak.
0: Okay, that's quite a strong as, lineup.
2: As as I think it is quite a strong lineup. I just see them as drivers who deserve to be in the series, who potentially wouldn't end up elsewhere. Um, so driving for PHM definitely be, especially Richard Vashore, a very attractive proposition for PHM as they search for that kind of experience as they as they look to sort of, you know, grow their own team as well um but i think i think josh mason josh mason josh. <laughs> there's been too many <laughs> there's been too many driver names for one podcast and i'm starting to break um it's i think josh mason um might well stay in that seat um as, as, as you both already said, but it's, it's such a hard one to predict at this point, isn't it? Yeah, so that's
0: it then, guys. So that is who we think. Let's get our final predictions back up on the screen so you can have a little look. Uh, Aaron, are you, uh, are, you, are you happy with your uh, your predictions? And uh, you think, yeah,
1: anything you'd change having looked back on it, or are you quite happy with those? No, mine are 100% correct. <laughs> of course, of course. Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> <Lauren, laughs> are you that confident about your predictions as well? Uh, Not for that <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, mine will be correct. Yeah, yeah, of maybe, course, yeah. maybe. I, Maybe, I, I don't know. I think so, some, some of them make sense to me. We've all gone for for Martins at ART. We have, we, we, we started off strong with that one. I think it was the very first one we, we did. So, you know, all we, we'll we, we, from there. Some of them <laughs> will be right. Some of them will be right, and and maybe maybe some of what of what we've said, you might be be listening to and laugh at, but it might come true. Who knows? Who knows? It's so hard to tell with Formula 2. But it really is, isn't
0: it? Who, who knows, as you say, we uh, we did actually get a few right last season. Between the three of us, between the four of us, when we had Jim Kimberley uh, joining us as well, we did get a few right, so uh, we're not completely clueless, but uh, it was still, feel pretty disastrous, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure this year will be as well. I cannot wait to look back on this uh, in uh, in March next year to see how wrong we are. That's our predictions, guys, for the 2024 Formula 2 grid. Well, what do you think? Let us know in the comments below.